Canto 11, Section 2, Number 71 A triple realm of ordered thought came first, a small beginning of immense ascent. Above were bright ethereal skies of mind, a packed and endless soar, as if sky pressed sky, buttressed against the void on bastioned light. The highest strove to neighbor eternity, the largest widened into the infinite. But though immortal, mighty, and divine, the first realms were close and kin to human mind. Their deities shape our greater thinking's roads. A fragment of their prescience can be ours. These breaths were not too broad for our souls to range. These heights were not too high for human hope. A triple flight led to this triple world. Although abrupt for common strengths to tread, its upward slope looks down on our earth poise. On a slant not too precipitously steep, one could turn back, traveling deep descending lines, to commune with the mortal's universe. The mighty wardens of the ascending stair, who intercede with the all-creating word, there waited for the pilgrim heaven-bound soul, holding the thousand keys of the beyond. They proffered their knowledge to the climbing mind and filled the life with thought's immensities. The prophet hierophants of the occult law, the flame-bright hierarchs of the divine truth, interpreters between man's mind and God's, they bring the immortal fire to mortal men. Iridescent, bodying the invisible, the guardians of the eternal's bright degrees, fronted the sun in radiant phalanxes. Afar they seemed a symbol imagery, illumined originals of the shadowy script, in which our sight transcribes the ideal ray, or icons figuring a mystic truth, but nearer gods and living presences. A march of friezes marked the lowest steps, fantastically ornate and richly small. They had room for the whole meaning of a world, symbols minute of its perfection's joy, strange beasts that were nature's forces made alive, and wakened to the wonder of his role, man grown an image undefaced of God, and objects the fine coin of beauty's reign. But wide the terrains were, those levels serve. In front of the ascending epiphany, world times enjoyers, favorites of world bliss, the masters of things actual, lords of the hours, playmates of youthful nature and child god, creators of matter by hid stress of mind, whose subtle thoughts support unconscious life, 
and guide the fantasy of brute events, stood there a race of young keen-visioned gods, king children born on wisdom's early plain, taught in her school world-making's mystic play. Archmasons of the eternal thermiturge, molders and measurers of fragmented space, they have made their plan of the concealed and known, a dwelling house for the invisible king. Obeying the eternal's deep command, they have built in the material front of things this wide world kindergarten of young souls where the infant spirit learns through mind and sense to read the letters of the cosmic script and study the body of the cosmic self and search for the secret meaning of the whole. To all that spirit conceives, they give a mold, persuading nature into visible moods. They lend a finite shape to infinite things. Each power that leaps from the unmanifest, leaving the largeness of the eternal's peace, they seized and held by their precision eye, and made a figurant in the cosmic dance. Its free caprice they bound by rhythmic laws, and compelled to accept its posture and its line in the wizardry of an ordered universe. The all-containing was contained in form. Oneness was carved into units measurable, the limitless built into a cosmic sum. Unending space was beaten into a curve, indivisible time into small minutes cut, the infinitesimal massed to keep secure the mystery of the formless cast into form. Invincibly their craft devised for use, the magic of sequent number and sign spell. Design's miraculous potency was caught, laden with beauty and significance, and by the determining mandate of their gaze, figure and quality equating joined in an inextricable identity. On each event they stamped its curves of law in its trust and charge of burdened circumstance, a free and divine incident no more, at each moment willed or adventure of the soul, a line foreseen of an immutable plan. It lengthened a fate-bound mysterious chain one step more in necessity's long march. A term was set for every eager power, restraining its will to monopolize the world, a groove of bronze prescribed for force and act, and shown to each moment its appointed place, forewilled inalterably in the spiral, huge time loop fugitive from eternity. Inevitable their thoughts like links of fate, 
imposed on the leap enlightening race of mind and on the frail, fortuitous flux of life and on the liberty of atomic things, immutable cause in adamant consequence. Idea gave up the plastic infinity to which it was born and now traced out instead small separate steps of chain work in a plot, immortal once now tied to birth and end, torn from its immediacy of errorless sight, knowledge was rebuilt from cells of inference into a fixed body, flask and perishable. Thus bound it grew, but could not last and broke, and to a new thinking's body left its place. A cage for the infinite's great-eyed seraphim thoughts was closed with a crisscross of world laws for bars and hedged into a curt horizon's arc, the irised vision of the ineffable. A timeless spirit was made the slave of the hours. The unbound was cast into a prison of birth to make a world that mind could grasp and rule. On an earth which looked towards a thousand suns, that the created might grow nature's lord, and matter's depths be illumined with a soul, they tied to date and norm and finite scope, the million mysteried movement of the one. Above stood ranked a subtle archangel race, with larger lids and looks that searched the unseen. A light of liberating knowledge shone across the gulfs of silence in their eyes. They lived in the mind and knew the truth from within. A sight withdrawn in the concentrated heart could pierce behind the screen of time's results and the rigid cast and shape of visible things. All that escaped conception's narrow noose, vision descried and gripped their seeing thoughts, filled in the blanks left by the seeking sense. High architects of possibility and engineers of the impossible, mathematicians of the infinitudes, and theoreticians of unknowable truths, they formulate enigmas postulates and join the unknown to the apparent worlds. Acolytes they wait upon the timeless power, the cycle of her works investigate, passing her fence of wordless privacy. Their mind could penetrate her occult mind and draw the diagram of her secret thoughts. They read the codes and ciphers she had sealed, copies they made of all her guarded plans. For every turn of her mysterious course, assigned a reason, an unchanging rule. The unseen grew visible to student eyes, explained was the immense inconscient scheme, 
audacious lines were traced upon the void. The infinite was reduced to square and cube. Arranging symbol and significance, tracing the curve of a transcendent power, they framed the Kabbalah of the cosmic law, the balancing line discovered of life's technique, and structured her magic and her mystery. Imposing schemes of knowledge on the vast, they clamped to syllogisms of finite thought, the free logic of an infinite consciousness, grammared the hidden rhythms of nature's dance, critiqued the plot of the drama of the worlds, made figure and number a key to all that is. The psychoanalysis of cosmic self was traced, its secrets hunted down and read, the unknown pathology of the unique. Assessed was the system of the probable, the hazard of fleeing possibilities, to account for the actual's unaccountable sum, necessity's logarithmic tables drawn, cast into a scheme the triple act of the one. Unveiled the abrupt invisible multitude of forces whirling from the hands of chance, seemed to obey some vast imperative, their tangled motives worked out unity. A wisdom read their mind to themselves unknown, their anarchy rammed into a formula, and from their giant randomness of force, following the habit of their million paths, distinguishing each faintest line and stroke of a concealed, unalterable design, out of the chaos of the invisible's moods, derived the calculus of destiny. In its bright privilege of universal lore, mind's knowledge overtopped the omniscient's power. The eternal's winging eagle perseances, surprised in their untracked empyrean, stooped from their gyres to obey the beck of thought, each mysteried god forced to revealing form, assigned his settled moves in nature's game, zigzagged at the gesture of a chess player will across the checkerboard of cosmic fate. In the wide sequence of necessity's steps, predicted every act and thought of God, its values weighed by the accountant mind, checked in his mathematized omnipotence, lost its divine aspect of miracle, and was a figure in a cosmic sum. The mighty mother's whims enlightening moods, arisen from her all-wise, unruled delight, in the freedom of her sweet and passionate breast, robbed of their wonder, were chained to a cause and aim. An idol of bronze replaced her mystic shape that captures the movements of the cosmic vasts. In the sketch precise of an ideal face, 
Forgotten was her eyelashes' dream print, Carrying on their curve infinity's dreams, Lost the alluring marvel of her eyes, The surging wave throbs of her vast sea heart. They bound to a theorem of ordered beats, her deep designs which from herself she had veiled, bowed self-revealed in their confessional. For the birth and death of the worlds they fixed a date. The diameter of infinity was drawn, measured the distant arc of the unseen heights, and visualized the plumless, viewless depths, till all seemed known that in all time could be. All was coerced by number, name, and form. Nothing was left untold, incalculable. Yet was their wisdom circled with a knot, truths they could find and hold, but not the one truth. The highest was to them unknowable. By knowing too much, they missed the whole to be known. The fathomless heart of the world was left unguessed, and the transcendent kept its secrecy. In a sublimer and more daring soar, to the wide summit of the triple stairs, bare steps climbed up like glowing rocks of gold, burning their way to a pure, absolute sky. August and few the sovereign kings of thought have made of space their wide, all-seeing gaze, surveying the enormous work of time, a breath of the all-containing consciousness, supported being in a still embrace. Intercessors with a luminous unseen, they capped in the long passage to the world the imperatives of the Creator Self, obeyed by unknowing earth, by conscious heaven. Their thoughts are partners in its vast control. A great all-ruling consciousness is there, and mind unwitting serves a higher power. It is a channel, not the source of all. The cosmos is no accident in time. There is a meaning in each play of chance. There is a freedom in each face of fate. A wisdom knows and guides the mysteried world. A truth gaze shapes its beings and events. A word self-born upon creation's heights, voice of the eternal in the temporal spheres, prophet of the seeing of the absolute, sows the idea's significance and form, and from that seed the growths of time arise. On peaks beyond our ken the all-wisdom sits, a single an infallible look comes down, a silent touch from the supernal's air awakes to ignorant knowledge in its acts, the secret power in the inconscient depths, compelling the blinded Godhead to emerge, 
determining necessity's rude dance as she passes through the circuit of the hours and vanishes from the chase of finite eyes down circling vistas of eonic time. The unseizable forces of the cosmic whirl bear in their bacchic limbs the fixity of an original foresight that is fate. Even nature's ignorance is truth's instrument. Our struggling ego cannot change her course, yet is it a conscious power that moves in us, and destiny the unrecognized child of will. Infallibly, by truth's directing gaze, all creatures here their secret self disclose, forced to become what in themselves they hide. For he who is grows manifest in the years, in the slow godhead shut within the cell, climbs from the plasm to immortality. But hidden, but denied to mortal grasp, mystic, ineffable, is the spirit's truth, unspoken, caught only by the spirit's eye. When naked of ego and mind, it hears the voice, it looks through light to ever greater light, and sees eternity in sphering life. This greater truth is foreign to our thoughts, where a free wisdom works, they seek for a rule or we only see a tripping game of chance, or a labor in chains forced by bound nature's law, an absolutism of dumb, unthinking power. Audacious in their sense of God-born strength, these dared to grasp with their thought truth's absolute, by an abstract purity of godless sight, by a percept nude, intolerant of forms, they brought to mind what mind could never reach, and hoped to conquer truth's supernal base. A stripped imperative of conceptual phrase, architectonic and inevitable, translated the unthinkable into thought, a silver-winged fire of naked subtle sense, an ear of mind withdrawn from the outward's rhymes, discovered the seed sounds of the eternal word, the rhythm and music heard that built the worlds, and seized in things the bodiless will to be. The illimitable they measured with numbers rods, and traced the last formula of limited things, in transparent systems bodied termless truths, the timeless made accountable to time, and valued the incommensurable supreme, to park and hedge the ungrasped infinitudes, they erected absolute walls of thought and speech, and made a vacuum to hold the one. In their sight, 
they drove towards an empty peak, a mighty space of cold and sunlit air. To unify their task, excluding life, which cannot bear the nakedness of the vast, they made a cipher of a multitude, in negation found the meaning of the all, and in nothingness the absolute positive. A single law, simplest the cosmic theme, compressing nature into a formula, their titan labor made all knowledge one, a mental algebra of the spirit's ways, an abstract of the living divinity. Here the mind's wisdom stopped, it felt complete, for nothing more was left to think or know. In a spiritual zero it sat throned and took its vast silence for the ineffable.